straight from the boardroom to the microphone. I'm April Garcia, and this is Pivot Me, easily applied tools and hacks to get you ahead. This isn't just a podcast. This is an upgrade for your life. helping good people become even better. This is Pivot Me. Man, it's been a heck of a year, and oftentimes holidays are moments when we pause and reflect on our year and our lives. So how's it going? Is the apple cart turned over or right on track? In my business, things have been unusual, but still good. Our clients have done well, some businesses contracted, but then began to expand while others actually exploded. Here's the funny thing about that. The ones that have done really, really well, you think, you think it would all be rainbows and cupcakes, but they kind of have this survivor's guilt. They feel bad that so many others are struggling and they're doing well. And if that happens to be you, let me just say, don't feel bad. Stay sensitive, stay aware, but don't feel bad if you are enjoying a very nice slice of pie right now. I feel like this show should have been about pie. Like, what's your favorite? Like, is it pumpkin pie? My sister-in-law makes an amazing banana cream pie. And now I'm thinking about pie. But um, don't beat yourself up. If you've got a big slice of both pumpkin and banana cream pie, both literally or figuratively, it happens. And that's that's okay. Just keep trucking along. Keep doing the right things. Keep growing your business. Keep doing the right things. Um, but please, please don't feel bad about that. Now, we internally, we've made some adjustments to our workplace culture in Pivot Me. Our team calls are longer. Are sometimes they meander. Sometimes um, they uh, they they could take up a chunk of the afternoon. And they are always vulnerable now. They didn't used to be. Our social media manager, well, she brings Leo the dog to our marketing calls. And my amazing assistant, well, she helps her son spell words like surprise in the middle of our strategy call. Which I understand, of course, because because come on, who can spell surprise the first time? I don't even know how you do it. Like I always have to depend on spell check for surprise and also the word maintenance. If you ever see me in front of a whiteboard, you will notice during my webinars, I never spell the word surprise or maintenance because it's going to be wrong. Um, but they've changed and that's okay. They're supposed to change right now and they'll change back. It'll be fine, but we've got to stay dynamic. We've got to keep moving things along. We have things figured out and then maybe we realize we don't have them figured out and then we figure them out again just to be surprised. S-U-R-P-R-I-S-E-D again. I just knew that because I was reading it. We step up. We press on because that's what we do. And last week as we had our marketing meeting, yes, the dog was there. We thought long and hard about what podcast we wanted to produce for this Thanksgiving release. And that's when we got this fantastic idea. I wanted to hear from you. I wanted to hear of some of your wins, your challenges, what you thought would trip you up but didn't, how you rocked 2020, or maybe how it rocked you. The specific questions I posed were this. I wonder if I should include this somewhere else. Yeah, it's, it's fine. All right. The specific questions I posed were this. What was a challenge you faced in 2020? And maybe it's one of those kind of surprise challenges. I mean, we've got some inherent challenges. But what's one interesting challenge you faced in 2020? And two, what is something that you were surprisingly grateful for? Or maybe unexpectedly grateful? I picked the word unexpectedly 
because I want us to think outside our knee-jerk responses of family and kids and health. They're also very, very important, but I wanted us to be more creative than that. And man, you spoke up and you gave us some great responses from all around the globe. We've got fascinating stories, just short audio clips that tell an interesting story of 2020. Stories from Eric in Ohio who decided to move away from his inspection business and focus more on his real estate investments. Um, One of the Pivot Me listeners is also a dear client and friend of mine, Chris, out of Puerto Rico. And he... Uh, sent me over a very heartfelt message, which as I was listening to the audio clips, I then had to pause and grab my handkerchief. If I had a handkerchief, I would have grabbed one right then. And man, Chris, it's an honor to work with you. And uh, we've done some great things and we've got so many more great things ahead of us. So thank you so much for your message. Tammy from Nevada, who will no longer take outdoor spaces for granted. And Al, who was diagnosed with prostate cancer this year and who made an unconventional move so that he could keep trucking. And that's what Al does. Keeps the party going. We're going to talk about that. You're going to hear it yourself from their lips. But first, before we get into these amazing audio clips that you guys sent us, I should return the favor. So let's start with number one, a challenge that I faced in 2020. Well... Uh, challenge implies singular and oh, to narrow down to one. Look, I'm not going to tell you that it has been all blessings and gratitude because you know what? That's kind of a load of BS. And it just hasn't been that way for most people. Again, we've, we've, we've done some amazing things in our business and so many of our clients have, but it has come at a struggle. It has come at a price. And I think we've got to honor that price, but also celebrate the things that have gone right But my challenge. All right. So let's think about this. Um, My kids have been distance learning. So at home most of the year, trying to learn from a computer and teachers that are really meant to be in person, doing circle time and teaching them how to read with props and not a mouse and a keyboard. It has been beyond hard. Yes, we can do hard things, but it doesn't make them less hard. I see you out there, parents. I see you out there struggling with distance learning and all the changes. And man, I honor you in that struggle, but we will get to the other side of this. I would say that's been one of our our biggest challenges. And you know what? We've we've had a tough year, our family. Fortunately, we've had a lot of loss this year. And though the loss is hard enough to manage, we weren't able to grieve in the way that we are meant to, to be there, to hug, to share the the time together and the and a beer together. We weren't able to do that in the same way. We sent we sent video clips, we sent memes. Man, the meme game is strong this year. We shared uh, virtual happy hours. I um, I send uh, Disney princess and King Senorita cards to my 45-year-old cousin almost daily. He loves them. We sat outside under blankets. We parked next to each other's cars. We did whatever we could to navigate this year and still be connected to each other. And though the challenges were many, oh man, so were the gifts. So were the upsides. I found a new appreciation for odd things. Like my dog. I'm being totally serious here. Spot the Beagle is always happy. And if there's something 2020 needed, it needs a happy puppy. 
You can always count on her each day. Each each day you get up and she's just so happy. Like you come around the corner, you wake up and you see her and she's just like, oh my God, you again? Like you're here? This is the best day ever. Oh, you don't get that kind of can-do attitude from cats. Oh no, you don't. And I'm just going to say it out loud because I know you're thinking it. Dogs are better. They just are. When I think of the, the the surprising things I'm grateful for, and again, as I as I mentioned, the knee-jerk reactions, the obvious and oh-so-important reactions are our family and the health of our family. Um, but we're talking about the silly stuff. We're talking about the unusual stuff. We're talking about the surprising stuff. So beyond being so darn appreciative that my dog is unbelievably happy to see us every morning, I'm also really appreciative of the outdoors. You you know me, you know that I love the outdoors, hiking, camping, fishing, biking, set up a hammock and a whisper light stove and I'll be good for days. But man, did we immerse ourselves in the outdoors this year. We learned new hiking trails. We learned to paddleboard. I learned that kids stand up easier on them than adults do. I learned this the hard way. We cut fish with nets, like, like actually holding a net in the river and we caught a fish like what am I huck fin I, and it worked we caught a fish it was a small fish it's not like we we're gonna like sustain a family off of it but it was a fish nonetheless so when I look back on 2020 there are some pretty surprising um things I'm grateful for but let's let's not only remember the things that made us you know scream into our pillow remember what also went right remember all the things that we are indeed grateful for So now, let's listen to some of yours. Hi, I'm Tammy. I'm an author living in Reno, Nevada. And one thing that was a real challenge for me this year was having our family home all the time. And my husband retired, so he's home all the time. And I'm one of those people that I require a lot of time alone. It's it's how I restore and, and take care of myself. And so that was a bit of a challenge. And one thing that I was surprisingly grateful for and blessed with was the ability to get outside and how healing nature can be. And so we really have taken advantage of that being a safe space during the quarantine. And um, I don't think I'll take that for granted anymore. Hi, I'm Erica, and I'm a mom of two kids and a teacher in San Diego. A challenge this year was when we were all sent home and kids were expected to learn remotely. For my classroom students, it was difficult because They were used to having a teacher, their classmates, their friends to play with on the playground, and now they were expected to learn 100% online. I know it was hard on parents who were learning how to be teachers, but also working and trying to balance it all. As a mom, I was trying to also help my kids. One thing that I was reminded is that kids are very resilient, and I really saw that come through this year while they worked at home, they problem solved, They found ways that work best for them to learn and form strong family connections. I'm grateful that I was able to be at home with my kids and have lunch together and then we'd all go back off to school and I know that it's a nice way for us to learn um, but be safe at home. Hi, this is Mike Forster. I'm a men's transformation coach from Wichita, Kansas. My biggest challenge this year has been my father-in-law's passing and then my mother-in-law's health challenges. So biggest lesson that I've had this year has been 
how each day we have the opportunity to be intentional in making memories with our children. It doesn't have to be a $5,000 trip to Disney World. It could just as easily be a $5 um, trip to the, you know, the, the ice cream shop or, or whatever. But making those memories, whereas they may feel small to us, can be the things that our children remember forever. So even in the midst of this pandemic, we still have that opportunity and that ability. So look for those opportunities each and every day and then take advantage of them. Hi, my name is Maya, coming from Serbia. I'm working as a social media manager in digital marketing. My biggest challenge this year and the thing that I'm most grateful this year are almost the same thing. I quit my old job after seven years. I wasn't happy anymore and I decided to quit in the middle of pandemic. And I know it's crazy, but I just, I have to do it. I started my own company. I started working finally for myself. And that was like the biggest challenge ever so far. And I'm also grateful for courage that I had to do this. And I'm also grateful for my new puppy. <laughs> Thank you. My name is Doria. I'm in Fort Worth, Texas. So the challenging part of this year was I lost my full-time job because of COVID. I was doing some digital marketing in the travel industry, mostly in Europe. But even losing that job, it actually, I feel safe and secure and very grateful that I have wonderful people that I work with besides that job and for changes because there are times that we do feel stuck, but we have options. Either we stay there and feel sorry about ourselves, or we just move on and we look how to grow and embrace that change. And that's, I think, that one of the things that everybody has done during this pandemic. So it has been challenging, but I feel most grateful this year. One door closes, but a window opens. So I cannot even count my blessings this year. My name is Al Klein, and I own a commercial real estate appraisal company in the Minneapolis-St. Paul, Minnesota metro area. My business life had transitioned from something where it was not doing too well to unbelievably profitable. And so when I visited the urologist doctor on August 2nd of this year and discovered that I had prostate cancer, it was like my world was turned upside down. And all the pluses that resulted from my business life came to a, a halt very, very quickly. I had to deal with what was ahead of me in my life. And what I did was not just totally agree with the four different doctors that all respectively said, Al, you need to have your prostate taken out. And if you don't, you know, goodbye, Al. But I never lost hope and I never gave up and I kept going. And I bought a book on prostates from a guy that had prostate cancer. And this individual said the exact opposite of what I was being told by the four doctors. My name is Melanie and together with my husband, we own Pinky's Pooper Scoopers. And we're really, really thankful for the time that we have had together. Business has slowed a little bit, which isn't necessarily a, a terrible thing because my husband's had more time um, with, my, with our family, which has been great. For me, I have learned to balance 
getting a new software system up and running and contacting every single one of our clients, which is a lot to get updated information for each of our clients and new credit card numbers and that kind of thing. So I've had to learn how to be able to do that while having a two-year-old and um, distance learning with a seven-year-old. So that's been the most challenging part, but it's also been the best part for me because I have gotten to see what my son learns in school on a daily basis and I get to see the progress intricately of how his knowledge base builds, which is wonderful. And then to watch him when he actually gets something is just so great. But it's also, you know, downside is it's super pain in the butt because my time is now taken up splitting every single day between the two-year-old and the seven-year-old and the business <laughs> and my husband. <laughs> my name is Christopher and I am from the beautiful island of enchantment. Puerto Rico. Today, I am blessed to be a real estate broker. This year has certainly been an extraordinary year. The biggest challenge I have had this year has been switching to a new career starting from zero. Just before lockdown started, my mental state went to the floor. But thanks to my group of friends and colleagues from my mastermind peer group, I have been able to emerge triumphant. The biggest surprise this year has been how in a few months I have been able to become part of the management group of the agency which I am associated and to be the founder with our CEO of a mentoring program that has already impacted over 100 people. There's still a long way to go, goals to reach and obstacles to overcome. But I'm grateful to God for the great opportunity I have in my hands and for an extraordinary 2021. In moments of crisis, it's all about who you become in the process. April, thank you for all the things you do. The love, the commitment, and the grace you put in other things you do for us. I love you, I owe you, and I'm grateful for you. My name is Ashley Baxter, and I'm an empowerment coach from Wilmington, North Carolina in the USA. Out of all the challenges of this year, and there have been many, the challenge that I have been the most intentional to me is how to be engaged in a way that I don't lose heart. This year has been a heavy, heavy year, you know, from the pandemic, which has implications on our personal lives all the way through everyone on the globe. You know, social distancing, people dying without family members due to COVID, frontline workers giving their all, economic implications, and so many things, as well as other areas such as more eyes being open to the reality of racial injustice and other matters that are crucial and need action, but are also very heavy. So the challenge in all these heavy things of this year has been how to stay engaged in a way that I don't lose heart, which has resulted in a balancing act of not putting up walls to numb myself while also recharging when needed so I don't burn out. So that has been the challenge that I have focused on the most this year because I, I want to keep showing up and I don't want to lose heart because I know that that is just the thing that we all need 
to keep helping ourselves and also helping others. The thing that I've been so thankful for this year and that has truly taken my breath away is seeing how people have shown up for their fellow human, from a person wearing a mask to protect others, to restaurants and stores getting really creative in how to remain open while also safely serving their customers, from frontline workers working tirelessly in so many shifts and their families also supporting them and helping them, and from people getting involved in peaceful protests and learning and changing about ways that they can make change for others to make this world a better place for all people from the individual level to the global level, from running a car parade for a friend to cheer them up to TikTok videos to celebrities coming together to host an online concert. It has been so heartwarming and encouraging to see so many people come together saying, we're in this together, you're not alone, we're gonna get through this. Wow. I love the shares. I love the realness from around the globe that you shared with with us today. I hope I, I hope that as you heard everybody speak today and dial in and voice memos and Facebook messages and emails and all the ways that we got those audio clips, what I hope is that you heard a bit of yourself in their stories, in their struggles and their wins. Just give it just as much time. And give just as much time for your wins as you do to the challenges. And doing that can totally reshape your day. And if we weren't able to feature your audio clip or you still wanted to share yours, send them over to us. Info at pivot-me.com. As for today, happy Thanksgiving. Focus on what's going right. Enjoy some turkey, some ham, or some plant-based meatloaf. Reach out to your people. Love on your people. Because man... We need it right now. Take care. Thank you so much for dialing in today. And don't forget, make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you love what you hear, give us a five-star review. It means the world to us. Hit me up on Instagram at TheAprilGarcia or check us out online at pivot-me.com. This is all made possible with the support of you listeners, the numerous contributors, and our clients. Our music and production is by the amazing Rockwood Audio. Join me next time for more tips on how to hack success. And until then, make it a great day. Thanks, guys. You guys are amazing.